Seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. You'll never have the sacred stone. <laughs> oh, this you crazy mother. This is Eat and Drink with Ali Hassan and Marco Timpano. The podcast where back of house Ali and front of house Marco talk food and drink. Heads up. These two spent decades in restaurants, so some mature content and language is bound to come up. Get ready for Eat and Drink. Forks up. All right. This is a special Eat and drink. Hey, welcome to uh, welcome to today's episode of uh, Three Big Boys in a Booth. Huh? That's what's going on, basically. <laughs> That's it. It feels that way. And it, what's nice about this booth too is that I didn't have the AC on all day, so it's really warm too on this hot I didn't, day. I didn't get a chance to thank you for that. <laughs> yeah, thank yeah. you very, very considerate. Kind of like a sauna. Yeah, thoughtful, good this, for our skin. This is Ali Hassan. Hi, this is Marco Timpano, and our special guest today is Chris Bond, who's been referred to many times as Bondo. That's right. Bondo. And What's up, guys? He gets very Italian, Marco. Well, listen, Chris Bond. He's a, Chris Bond is a dear friend of mine. And not only is he a dear, close friend of mine, he also is a podcaster. And I'm so excited because he has a podcast called We Like Theme Parks. That's right. And with a mutual friend of ours, Mark Andrada's Mark on Andrada, it. Mark shout out. And your uh, and our partner Dustin Foos, who's awesome as well, very knowledgeable, knows his stuff. And you guys talk about your love for theme parks. Yeah, that's pretty much it. It's it, a it's a theme park fan podcast where we talk about the Disney and Universal parks, anything that's going on, all the news, all just opinions, fun stuff. And you guys go there annually, all three of you. You will go to. We all make our own trips, and sometimes yeah. together. And I know that Dustin is heading. Was just there, and he's heading down again for Halloween Horror Nights. I was listening, yeah, for, and it's yeah. Ghostbusters, and you guys were talking about yeah, that and how yeah. they got to rent it from Sony, so they yeah. only have it for Halloween. I just I listen to you. Yeah, you actually listen. I listen. Listen. Well, the truth about all this podcasting business yeah. is that Marco got me into it. Well, there you go. There you go. There you Marco go. inspired. Me to get into this thing. And when we first started building it, I was like, Marco, how do you, what's a Yeti blue? What is this thing? He turns very Italian when we yeah. talk about podcasts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but no. Very uh, interesting. Marco, uh, I got into podcasts on my own. Yeah. Uh, because of Marco, I'm thinking of leaving the business. Ah. So he has a little bit of a push-pull thing. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. it's all about balance. It's all about balance. <laughs> but uh, when you started your podcast, uh, you, you said lovely things about our podcast. And I was mm-hmm. like, you know what? We need to have him on, and I'd love to do a podcast talking about food at theme parks. Yes. And I was like, we could only fit one of them in the booth. <laughs> so they drew straws. Mark Andrade could have been on my lap. I guess. Huh? I guess. But it was like... <laughs> just cradled around him like this. Yeah, okay. No, but Chris, I called him up just the other day. I'm like, hey, are you free tomorrow? And he's like, yeah, what do you need? And boom, he's here. I'm here, in the booth, in, in the, the booth, box. In the box. Okay, so <laughs> let's talk about food at theme parks. Sure. Okay. What is important to you when you're at a theme park and you're looking for food? It's tricky because when you're talking about there's let me let's lay this out first. Sure. There's theme parks and amusement parks. They're two different things. Okay, oh, shit. I didn't even know okay. that. Let's talk about this. So I think the the park that you guys are thinking of in your brain yeah. is an amu- is an amusement park. I to be clear, you're right about that. So if you're going to a Six Flags, a Cedar Point, yeah. a you're going to the CNE, you're going to wherever you're going. We're talking about an amusement park, which is is basically thrills, whereas a theme park is themed attractions, ah. storytelling, immersion, those kind of things, and nobody does that better than the, the Walt Disney, Disney Company sure. and Universal Company. So a lot, most of our podcasts is about the Universal Studios, 
the uh, Disney parks and a couple other theme parks that might get a little bit of of love. But really, it's those parks. So when you talk about food, yeah, I, I'm skipping amusement parks because amusement parks to me, it's what it's 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 uh, cotton candy and hot dogs, corn and, dogs, and corn dogs, yeah. and those uh, kind funnel of funnel cakes, yeah, and bullshit sure. like that. Okay. It's the, but whereas Disney and Universal take it to another level, okay, uh, food wise, yeah, and. If you're traveling to a Disney park or you're traveling to Universal Studios, you know, I would even say way more so a Disney. Um, they have something for everybody, whether it's fine dining, right. casual dining, themed dining, um, dining around the world. And also they have not only those iconic snacks that you would get at an amusement park, but their own version, which is just other wild ideas and other wild uh, snacks that you go to that theme park and you got to have that one thing. Okay, so what would be that one thing that you have to have at, let's say, Epcot? Epcot Center? Yeah. A meat for Epcot Center is a turkey leg. I'm a turkey leg Epcot Center guy. I so like it's a full turkey leg. It's a full turkey leg. And you the size of your forearm probably, something like right? That. Yeah, yeah that's massive. right. Yeah, yeah, all yeah. the ligaments You hold it like a Fred Flintstone style. You yeah, yeah. The, you, the, could, the... you could bounce somebody over the head with yeah, it. It's, yeah. it's, it's, it's delicious. It's beautiful. But there's, again, there is, you can go to Epcot Center. Yeah. And I know you've been. I have. And first of all, you're at the World Showcase. So you can, you can dine around the world. For and those who don't know about Epcot, it is a theme park mm-hmm. that has different places in the world represented in, in little areas. That's right. And you walk into those little pavilions or areas and there's like, there could be a ride and there's things that you would see in that place. So, for example, Italy has like a Venice kind of look to it. Mm-hmm. And you walk yeah. around and you see fountains and, and, and and Epcot Center, if I'm not mistaken, originally was a was a site where space shuttle took. Is that is that what Epcot Center is? Epcot Center was when it, it originally? When, when it came out in 1982, basically what it was was Walt's uh, idea of a utopian tomorrow. Okay, oh, it wasn't. Okay. Some, Epcot has nothing to do with space. Yeah, it, I, uh, I don't know why he talks like this because NASA. Well, no, hold on. on. The the hey, the marquee. <laughs> I'm going to save Ali here. The marquee attraction, the ball. You know the big ball. Yeah, yeah. Is called Spaceship Earth. So I think that's what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And inside is a ride about communication. Ah, it's and a ride. Uh, an idiot, yeah, but okay. it's not a rocket ship. But there is, uh, you know, if you think Tomorrowland at Disney World, there was a rocket ship ride. Mission to Mars had a big rocket ship. But when we talk about Epcot Center, what it was was we're talking about Future World, which is half the park, which has all the kind of advances in technology. Walt wanted people to see tomorrow. Um, so whether it was automotive or whether it was health, uh, under the water, all these unique pavilions. And then the other half of Epcot Center is the World Showcase. And that's all the different pavilions around the world okay. and all the different, whether they have an attraction or dining, they have all this. It's like a unique, world expo in that. Respect. Yeah, exactly okay. what it was. Because if we, if you know your Disney history. It all he got basically started at doing those world fairs. This is Walt. Walt was hired by the Pepsi company to make right. attractions at the World's Fair. Okay, so he made it's a small world. Sure, sure, sure. That. that was kind of the the big start for the park, and then he ended up putting those rides in the park. Um, so when you talk about food, and in just Disney just to parks, interrupt for one second, uh, that creak you heard was me opening the door because it was getting too hot. So I let some cold air. Oh, in. this just beautiful, yeah, yeah, like so because a lot of cool so air just. Yeah. Cre- I hope it got to you, Allie. <laughs> but I, I might have. So, I was getting so damp. Yeah, on I think my I soaked a lot of back. it up. No, no, no. I'm, this is amazing. <laughs> but I cut you off before. Yes. So like, just continue from there because we got absolutely. Out, yeah. So what I'll say is that when you're going on a Walt Disney World vacation, yeah which is such an expansive land. There is so much to it. It's yeah. not just a theme park. Sure. It's four theme parks. Right. It's two water parks. It's a whole 
town. It's a yeah. Disney town. And there are food and culinary experiences right. all over the town. Mm-hmm. Whether you're eating in the theme park or whether you're eating at your hotel. Because a lot of these hotels are themed and unique hotels. So they'll have unique and uh, culinary experiences or food experiences. Tell us whether, your favorites. Oh, boy. Or tell wow. us a couple of unique ones. Sure. Quit I mean, around, let them talk. Well, I don't know. I mean, it's like there's, there's. No, I want to get to the food. He's talking about this. It's true. Yeah, yeah, this yeah, history. Yeah, I'm yeah, you're you're right, you know. Walt Disney made her. No, I like, you know why I like that actually, Chris? On a serious note, mm-hmm. I said this to Marco before. I have children. Mm-hmm. I have four kids, so you have yeah. to sort of like plan vacations properly. Absolutely. Now, a water park that's close by that kind of works for me. Disney, I never went as a child, mm-hmm. and I uh, I feel like I'm okay. Mm-hmm. A couple of maybe rage issues, <laughs> but in general, I, I'm all right. I, I yeah, mean, yeah. you know, but um, with my kids, I'm like it's the money that we could you know spend on Disney. Why don't we go to a country and learn something about that culture and all that? So what you did without knowing it yeah. is give me quite a little sales pitch. Wow! Well, in that Epcot Center, because I don't—I forgot about the Epcot Center. I right. think about like Disney World, Disneyland, and mm-hmm. I think of like Mickey. I think of the commercialization, sure. and that's the part that I don't like. Well, that's all there. It's you all there, but, it. but you just—you just talked to me about half of it being about the future. It's almost got like a museum feel to it. In yeah, my mind, it's, it's progressive. It. It's about, and that's what Epcot Center was supposed to be. And then the Animal Kingdom Park is like a zoo. It's yeah. like a—it's a, a zoo on crack. I mean, it's attractions, but there's live animals, and now they have the Pandora world of Avatar. I mean, there's all kinds of different theming and storytelling, and part of it's educational. Most of it is entertainment. That boat ride in Pandora's box there was garbage. It's all right. I didn't like it. Waited in line for so long, and you go on a little boat and little jellyfish. Anyways, it's the cool stuff. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Listen, theme parks are not for everybody, but the food in it is. Okay, so tell us about that. So when we talk about food, the first thing, like I said again, there's something for everybody. If you like fine dining, there is tons of fine dining right. to be found all over the world. So Rogers tell us, tell us. One of the nicest ones is in the Canadian Pavilion at the Epcot Center. It's called Le Cellier. It's a Canadian steakhouse. Delicious. There's Victorian Alberts is a restaurant that's the finest restaurant in all of Disney World. I can't say I've eaten there, but yeah. Dustin, my partner on yeah. the We Like Theme Parks podcast, glows about this place. It's a, what is it, 250 bucks just to sit down no, thank for you. the chef's table. I'm in. No, I've gone that far. <laughs> but, but you're already spending so much at the theme park. Now you're going to dish another 250 But see, you got to spend to get in it. Oh, you got to spend the It's a hundred and some odd bucks to get well, to that. Well, but the thing is, Victorian Alberts is in a hotel. Oh, it's so in a hotel. Okay. That's why oh, some okay, of these okay. restaurants are in the parks. Some okay. of them are in the hotels. Um, you might like a themed dining experience. The Star Wars land is opening up right now. Right. Okay. And they have Olga's Cantina, which is essentially, you've all seen Star Wars. Yeah. Remember the the what villain bar? Be, 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 yeah. And the guy gets his hand cut off. So now you can go there and you can have a drink. Oh, man, I would Spoiler go. from <laughs> 77. <laughs> Spoiler. Way to uh, ruin it for shot first. Uh, you can go there and you can yeah, have okay, a weird Yeah, okay, but Chris, Star enough Wars with this drink. you can go there business. You Where do you I? go? Right. Because we got you in the studio. We I'm don't here. have Disney's rep in the studio. Oh, my goodness. Fair? Bossy, fair. but fair. Okay. Fair. Okay. Well, I'll tell you some of my favorite restaurants. How about that? Disney Springs, okay. which I know you spent a lot of time at. I've been to almost all the restaurants. I, I printed it out for you, I, you did, so I can I go tete to tete with okay. you. I like Homecoming. Homecoming's Homecoming is fantastic. Yeah. It's what fantastic. does that mean? What is that? It's, so why does it call? Why is it called that? Art uh, Chef Art Smith, Smith who was Oprah's chef. Oh. is from Northern Florida. Mm-hmm. And so he made a restaurant that is a homage to his 
style of cuisine when you're growing up, like this Floridian, this Southern style. It's like food. Southern American food. Yeah. Mac and cheese, yeah. like pulled pork, yeah. like barbecue, but American cuisine. Yeah. But done with like an artisan zeal. Yeah. Okay. You know I mean, that's it's a great del- way to describe it. Yeah. It's delicious. I mean, but it's it's delicious. And it's one of my favorites. And I would say it's in my top three. Ooh. Well, then let's turn it to you. What are your other two? Okay. Andy? Let's... This is exciting. I want to hear if you if you agree or disagree, right. and Ali, you can chime in or just let those tears roll because you haven't been to Disney. Um, <laughs> I can fix that. I can fix that. House of Blues for food. For food, I went to the Gospel really? Brunch. Oh, you don't think the? I think the I food know you at, went to the Gospel. I, but I also think the food yeah. at House of Blues is fantastic. I haven't eaten there yet. Oh my God! Have you I, been to a House I've been of House Blues? House of Blues in Chicago. And? Mediocre at Mediocre, best. okay. Yeah. Maybe because I'm at Disney Springs. Yeah. And some of the places you go there just wreck you yeah. for price and quality of food. Yeah. So I'd say Homecoming. I would say um, House of Blues. House of Blues. Yeah. I'll tell you, I went to Bongo's just recently. Bongo's is all right. Bongo's is garbage. <laughs> it's all so right. here's it's what I, food, right? Here's it's this is my problem with Bongo's. So yeah. Glorious that's Gloria Stefan's restaurant. Oh yes. yes. Okay. Come on, baby. Move your body. Do that. Eat at Bongo's. Okay, all right. So here's the thing. If you're going to be this big celebrity and you're going to have a restaurant, I have an expectation. I have an expectation that you care. Not that you're in, you know, Paris singing your concert and not looking after your restaurants. I'm with you. Surely Emilio has a cousin or a brother who's not doing anything <laughs> who you can send to the restaurants to make sure that they check all the boxes. Is right? Emilio? Yeah, his, her husband, Emilio. Estevez? Yeah, isn't that... Esteban is married to Estevez? No, isn't that her husband's name? Uh, Emilio. Yeah, Emilio Estevez. Uh, uh, Gloria Estefan. No, Emilio Estefan. Es- Gloria Estefan and Emilio Estevez. They're two different. They're no, not... guys. Are yeah. they married? Is that a thing? No, no it's not. It's, it's not it's Charlie Sheen's Emil- brother. Uh, Emilio son. Estefan is a different person. Yeah, you look it up. Oh, okay. Look it up. Because okay. now, right. now I feel like an asshole. Okay. All right. I will, uh, <laughs> listen, listen. Either I will... way, what did you eat at Bongos? I had, I had, what the hell did I have? Amanda had the Cuban sandwich, I think. Yeah. No, she had <laughs> she had the veal milanese, the chicken yeah. milanese. Yeah. And I had... Uh, something that was meh and expensive. Okay. And I went to the bathroom or the washroom or the restroom, whatever you want to call it. And some of the tiles were broken and they just put caulking really messily. And this is what I hate about this restaurant. So it's two floors, right? Yeah. And we were on the top floor and they don't cook on the top floor. They do if it's really busy. They have a kitchen there. But what they do is they cook on the bottom floor and then they have to march it up all these stairs to bring it to you on the top floor. And their elevators aren't efficient for the waiters to use the elevator. So sometimes they'll go on it, but it takes forever or they take the stairs. So the food was not at its right temperature by the time it hit my table. How high mm-hmm. up is the second floor? It's, it's, it's ill-conceived the way they made this okay. restaurant because it has a spiral staircase that takes you up or elevators that are kind of off to the side mm-hmm. that are not fast or efficient. And they don't have one dedicated solely to staff. But as a guest, you would also take those elevators. So sometimes the waiters will take the elevators. They'll wait for them, food getting cold, or they'll walk up all these spiral spiral staircases to get it to you. Food also getting cold. Right. So it's like you have a kitchen upstairs. If you're not going to use it, then just see people downstairs. So my experience at Bongo's wasn't great. And I blame uh, 
Gloria, Gloria Stefan. Emilio Estefan is his name. Okay, and her, and yeah. her husband. Because yeah. Yeah. surely have a, they have a rancid cousin who's not doing anything in Miami that they could send there to look after the place and say, yeah. make sure that it's good. So that's one of my... rancid cousin? Yeah, like some lazy cousin. You know, that's exactly we all have did. one. We that's all exactly have one. That's exactly what they did. That's why you're not getting the respect maybe. in that restaurant. Maybe. That's why the bathrooms are yeah. gross. Yeah. Uh, that restaurant is on the chopping block. Okay. I feel like that's on its last legs. Okay. Because they keep continuing to improve yep. Disney Springs. I mean, you would know more than I do. You're there more often. Did you, have you been to the Edison? I haven't eaten there yet, but I know of it. It's a steampunk uh, kind of modern... Uh, is it modern American? Yeah, it is. It's, and I uh, thought it was going to... I avoided it because this kind whole... kind of a hipster heaven. Yeah, this steampunk... I don't... When I think of cuisine, I don't... Steampunk isn't the first thing that comes to me, all right? <laughs> yeah. So we begrudgingly went because we're like, let's go to all the restaurants. We got to try it. And it was fantastic. This is the number three. The food is the number good. three. Yeah. Fantastic. Wow, yeah. Three. Fantastic. Yeah. I can't say I've eaten there yet, mm. but I've read lots of reviews. Okay. And they are very similar. Yeah, reviews. I would recommend it. Uh, but some, some of my favorite restaurants... Yeah. Uh, Ohana, which is in the Polynesian restaurant. Have you oh, eaten there before? No, I haven't. So it's Polynesian fare. So it's a lot of you know, pineapple bread and coconut this and big prawns and sausages, like like family-inspired e- uh, eating. And what you do there is you go, you go in the evening time, and you watch the fireworks over the bay. Oh, wow. So it's, it's more of an experience, right? It's not just mm. the food. It's the... You know, you're in this the tiki town here, and you're enjoying this great food. But meanwhile, there's, there's beautiful vistas of all this fireworks and sure. such. Um, a just keeping with the Polynesian thing, I got to mention. No, please, the Dole Whip. I'm sure you've heard of a Dole Whip. No, I no, have okay, only no. because of you. Okay. But otherwise, I wouldn't. So the know. Dole Whip was like is is probably the quintessential Disney treat. Okay, thing to eat, and it's basically like a pineapple ice cream with so Dole as in D O L E as the, in the, the company. company. Yeah. Okay. So when they opened the uh, Disney many moons ago, uh, and they had the Polynesian Hotel. They brought in an attraction called the Enchanted Tiki Room. I'm sure you guys are familiar. Yeah, yeah. You know the little birds that sing? I've been to a couple of tiki rooms in my life. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. No, I know. But, but they this, had, is a, this, this is, is a, an attraction yeah. at Disney where they have okay. these anima- an audio animatronic birds that sing. It's great. And, and the flowers. And, yeah, and like the flowers. It, and you and sit in this round room mm-hmm. and there's just young people and old people and you're just sitting there after like being in lines and whatnot. It's nice and cool. Yeah. And for 15 minutes or whatever it is, yeah. you're just in an experience watching Little birds sing, and it's really fun. So the part of the experience is you watch the birds sing, and there's some beautiful music and some beautiful vistas. And then you go outside, and there's a terrace, and the Dole Company was a sponsor of this ride, or this attraction, rather. And then they had this pineapple stand outside where they had this offering called the Dole Whip. And this is, again, back in the 70s. And now it is the treat, and you can, I mean, people go to Disney to have the Dole Whip. But what is is it? it? It's like a pineapple ice cream. It's like a oh. pineapple ice cream with some sliced pineapple in it. That's all it is. It's okay. pineapple ice cream from Dole. So it's not that wild. That was me. Okay. Um, but it is, it's delicious. It's great. The churro. The churro is a big thing in Disney. Um, I'm just thinking about snacks right now. Um, right now, it's, there's, there's these kind of snacks, but there's also themed snacks. For instance, I'm sure we've all been to or know about Harry Potter. Yeah. So if you go to somewhere like Universal Studios, you can go and get butterbeer. And you can try it yourself. Mm, which I did, yeah. Yeah, and you can get it either a slushy version or a non-slushy version. And they have, it's, it essentially feels like, it tastes like cream soda. 
Pretty much. Like Would really you, sweet. Like really sweet. sweet. And they put a dollop of like Hermione's <laughs> urine in it. <laughs> just a drop. It's just a drop. drop. It's no, nice. like cream. Like they do like a like a Yeah, little, there's like a froth on the top. Yeah. It's it's creamy. What's it's the great. other one? It's uh butter beer and there's the pumpkin one. Uh uh yeah, uh, pumpkin ale or something. Something yeah. mead? No, mead? no, but it sounds you know yeah. kind of wizardy and yeah. walky. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, but, uh, on the Star Wars side of things, if you know your Star Wars, now they offer the blue milk that you could drink in. I'm sure you've seen Star Wars. They had blue milk, right? So now you can go to Star Wars Land in Batu, mm. which is actually just opening in Florida this week. It was opened. It opened up in May in uh, California at Disneyland, right. and you can get the blue milk. Okay, so let me ask There's you. There's even a boozy blue milk. Let me ask you this, Chris. <laughs> yes, yeah. Do you think that blue milk is going to play, or do you think it's just going to be the fad for now? Because if I'm not mistaken, mm-hmm. they had a green eggs and ham uh, kiosk yes. that would make the eggs green, yep. but it wasn't very popular with the guests. Is that fair? Can that's, you just walk us correct. through that? So at uh, Universal's um, um, Islands of Adventure, there was a Seuss land. Right. Dr. Seuss land, and you could actually buy your green eggs and ham. And people would walk up to the stand and buy them and take a selfie with the green eggs and ham and promptly throw it in the garbage because it tasted horrible. Right. So you're right. Uh, nobody <laughs> eats them, but people bought them. It looks so gross. <laughs> like it looked kind of gross. It is gross. Okay. People didn't eat it. Right. Uh, but the butter beer, I mean, the Universal Company has made a mint in millions of dollars, millions and millions of dollars. Just on that. Off selling these butter beers. Wow. Like bonkers. And it, it remind, is it just, is it butter and beer? Is no. It, it, is, have is you it? read the Harry Potter books? I've oh, No, I've not read any of the books. Okay, I've seen so the first two films. Okay, so butter beer is what the kids, what the wizards drink in, okay. in Hogsworth. Yeah. And, like, like, what, like, what is the product? What do you drink? It's, it's a, it's, it tastes like a cream soda. That's what you guys, yeah. okay. So I've had it's it. It's a little uh, thicker. I've had it at Rib Fest. Okay. And they sold it as butter, butter beer? beer? Yeah. They, mm-hmm. I, this is, I'm 100% sure. That's but what it's I've not, seen beer, it it's not actual beer. No, it's okay. not. It's like a root beer, you know. They, yeah. Okay. Did you have a Rib okay. Fest? Yeah. That's weird. Yeah. Is that, yeah. Okay. Are they breaking some laws? I, I don't there? know. Some wizards flew over there and, uh, <laughs> you know, made a batch. Who knows? But but, the, but I think the, the funner thing here is that Disney is trying to create an experience for you. Right, so if you're into Star Wars, you can live Star Wars by eating the Star Wars food, sure. drinking the Star Wars drink. Uh, same thing in the world of Pandora, or even you can have a Lefou's brew, which is Gaston's pub. You can go okay. to Gaston from Beauty and the Beast, and you can drink his beer, and it, it's very. Okay, so let me ask you something for my pal Ali. Here. Yes. Okay, so he has a big family. Yeah. And if he's going to go to Disney mm-hmm. and order food, yep. it's going to break the bank a little bit. Fair to say? Yeah, absolutely. What do you do when you have a big family and you go to a theme park? Like, What would your recommendation be? Whether it be Universal, whether it be uh, Disney, whether it be... Oh, and I want to ask you about Disney Japan and Disney Paris, the yes, food there. But yeah, like, yeah. if you're going to a park, a theme park, even a Six Flag, I know that's mm-hmm. an amusement park and not a theme park. Mm-hmm. How do you approach the food when you're going with a big family? First thing, first step is know what your kids eat and know what you eat. And I'm talking more about volume than anything else. Sure. Because in every theme park, and every amusement park now, if you go on their website, there is going to be a dining program or something that you can pay for, which is really simple and easy. You pay a flat rate, and then you can just walk up and order. You don't have to pay. Okay. It's all done. There might be a bit of a perk to do it. Now, there can be a value, actually a good value, but if your kids don't eat that much or might not want to eat that kind of food, then it's not a good value. Okay. So you, at, if you go to Disney World... There's, there's something called the dining plan. In fact, they're offering it free right now. I hate to be a salesman. Oh, really? Yeah. So if you're booking right now to go this uh, winter, as long as you pay full pop on the tickets in the hotel, they'll give you the food 
for free. So that means, let's say Ali's with his family. As long yep. as he stays in a Disney hotel, yep. he can eat in the park for free? In the park. In Anywhere the in the park. Yep. Oh, that's yeah. There's essentially there's like a credit system that they use. Yeah, and certain foods are worth X amount of credits. Sure. Okay. Okay. And, fine. You know, because you, you wouldn't be able to go to like a Victorian Alberts, which is like very fine dining. Yes. That might cost a couple of meals because it's like a two hundred and fifty dollar thing. Of course. Uh, but uh, yeah, you can go to any counter service, any kind of standard table service fare, and boom. But if you want to do some of the more unique experiences, that might cost more. But as far as simplicity goes. Makes it really easy if you got a big family. Sure, but I mean, if your kids are going to pick at food, you're going to pay. You're st- it's still it's not cheap, right? So I would rather just kind of do it a la carte. And knowing your kid, like I'm, my kids right now, I have a two and a four year old, and they're super picky about what they eat. Right. So I know that a dining plan might not have a, a ton of value. Mm. Um, I actually try to because I mean I I try to be a little bit cheaper with things. I just do a big Walmart order, and so my kids, we're just eating granola bars and yogurts and things for okay. breakfast, and then we know we're going to do something fun food-wise, right? We're going to blow the bank and do something like Be Our Guest, where you can eat at the Beast's Castle okay. and be in the big ballroom and have the rose, and, and then there's the East Wing that's haunted, and you can eat in these spaces, and there's you can try the gray stuff. It's delicious. You can actually eat that. Okay. Do you, you keep picking up with these references? Yeah, yeah. It's from no, the song, right? From, yeah. yeah, it's all from Beauty and the Beast. Don't believe us, ask the dishes. Yeah, right? that's yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm very proud of the Well done, right well now, done, Marco. Yeah. Okay, so can I give you another tip when you're at Disney Springs? Because I feel like I'm the expert at Disney you Springs. Are, yeah. Because I go there for work and our hotel is near Disney Springs, so we eat there. Yeah. So, Marimoto has a restaurant there. Son. Mm-hmm. And I eat there the first time, great experience. After, after that, it was like, it's Good, but it's expensive for what it, for the sushi that I'm getting. I don't feel like it's anything out of this world, and not anything that I haven't had in my own hometown yeah. uh, for less is what yeah. how I felt. Right. So then I went to Splitsville. Splitsville is the bowling, the bowling complex or the bowling alley yeah. that's there, right? And I was told the food there was really great, and they have sushi on the menu. Mm-hmm. For half the price that you would spend at Marimoto, I would say I would argue or challenge that the sushi is better at the bowling. Better, not wow. even as good. Better. better, better. And I ta- I talked to the uh, server, the waiter, and I said mm-hmm. to her, I'm like, this this sushi is fantastic. She goes, I know. I go. In some ways, I think it's better than Marimoto. She goes, this is not the first time I've heard of it. And she goes, we have great sushi chefs here. And people don't realize that because it's a bowling alley. It's called Splitsville. Splitsville, yeah. It was Dale, uh, our friend. Chris and our friend Dale Boye said, go go try the sushi at Splitsville. And no word of a lie, fantastic. And, and, And like the price was much, much lower. Yeah. It's a way to. I've heard that Morimoto Asia is very expensive. Yeah. So, yeah, the goods steer clear from there and go to Splitsville. I will say, uh, when you're in the parks, have you tried some of the more themed dining experiences? Some, some. Because there's a lot of fun stuff. Uh, Have you been to Trader Sam's in the Polynesian Hotel? No. Like oh, t- yeah, it's like a tiki uh, bar and you order drinks and, yeah. the, and then the, the tiki god erupts and the yeah. volcano goes and a lot of fun stuff like that. The sci-fi dine-in theater where you're sitting in like a drive-in theater eating your food in like a car. While yeah, no, I didn't drive-in. try that. I've seen it. It's at Hollywood Studios. Yeah. That's a ton of fun. Um, the Garden View Tea Room in the Grand Floridian, you can have proper high tea. Yep. I mean, if you're into that kind of thing, no, which I, I had, am. So uh, I was at the Floridian, <laughs> yeah. and I ordered a cappuccino, and it was so bad. Now, they did, really? they, they dusted <laughs> yeah. they dusted the image of Mickey on it, right? Nice. And so I ordered this cappuccino, yeah. and one of the things I hate is when they bring you, and it was like 
eight ninety five for this cappuccino. But I'm like, fuck it, I'm here. Yeah. The Floridian. Everybody talks about how great it's it is. Super fancy. Yep. Fancy, fancy, really pretty. Blah blah. Because one time we went to to Orlando for work, and Amanda mm-hmm. and I are like, let's just hop on the monorail and go to the hotels and have like a, a bite to eat at each hotel. Right. It's not going to cost us anything. And hotel it's a, hopping, yeah, yeah, right now. So I'm like, we'll why start, is it not going to cost you? Anything? Because we're not in a park; we're just kind of like visiting the lobby of oh, a hotel. It'll cost you to eat those at those. Yeah, exactly. Oh, that, yeah, that's that's what it will yeah, cost. Yeah, okay. So I get this bowl, alrighty, and I'm like, oh man, it's a bowl. That's not a cappuccino. But they're serving this giant bowl. I'm like, I get it. We're in Orlando. We're in the states. Everything's bigger. They give me this bowl. It has a beautiful Disney cinnamon design on it. I'm like, all right. I put it to my mouth and I drink. It. I'm like, this is the worst, right? And Amanda's looking at me. I'm like. And she's, she can tell. And she's like, tell them. I'm like, no, no, I don't want to. Oh, no, absolutely. And she's tell. like, you're spending $8.95 for a cappuccino and wow. you're not happy? Tell them. For sure, man. And so I turned to her and I'm like, I'm really sorry, but I can't drink this. She goes, oh, no problem, no problem. You want us to remake it? I'm like, no. She goes, I can put a syrup in it. I'm like, that's not That's not what I'm looking for here. I didn't here. think this could be worse, but, but I think you just came up with an idea of how it could be worse. So I'm like, just bring me drip coffee and I had a drip coffee and we had breakfast and it was great and it was mm-hmm. great and they were lovely I want to I want to stress that they you know with my particularities with cappuccinos yeah. they were like we're Disney we'll make it right and they did that's great yeah. everybody when they're there I feel has everyone has their own palate and what they're looking for sure and I have a very American palate I want junk food sure I want that corn dog Ali when you said corn dog like 20 corn minutes ago oh, yeah. I got excited about yeah. it <laughs> yeah, like so and if you go to Disneyland they have the red wagon it's kind of like it's an iconic wagon that's on Main Street USA and they have these jumbo corn dogs I've taken videos of myself just slowly eating this corn dog by myself, privately, a little, you know, intimate corn dogging. So I, th- that's my kind of jam. I, I want to get that churro. I want to get that unique park food. The fine dining stuff, I can take it or leave it, to okay. be honest. Now, I have had some fine dining experiences. You wanted to talk about Tokyo. Yeah, let's talk Disney Tokyo. Yes. Oh, okay. um, so the best restaurant in all you took the, the kids Disney to this? universe. No. Yeah, we went. You did? Okay. Yeah, just a few months ago, we all howled in a plane and went down to Tokyo. Uh, Magellan's restaurant uh, in Tokyo Disney Sea is kind of the pinnacle of fine dining. Now Magellan is not a character from one of the films. No, Magellan is the explorer. Uh-huh. Okay, just want to set that that's, straight. No, that's that's right. So okay. he has this. Uh, this exploration fortress, and inside the fortress is this very expensive restaurant. And we had some very fancy food. My kids fell asleep at the table, you know. But well, I just I wanted mean, to Magellan, tick a box. But you, Magellan can't compete with Aladdin. Like you know, like you think they would do. Like, <laughs> okay, kids, I'm gonna take you to Magellan's restaurant. Who? Who? <laughs> Well, he it was, was a Portuguese explorer. But meanwhile, one of the things they do that's unique to Tokyo is yep. they're really into popcorn. So every kid you see walking around with a popcorn box. Okay. These unique boxes, whether it's a Nemo box or it's a Mickey Minnie Mouse box or a, a Buzz Lightyear box. And there's a Captain Hook box. You, you got it. There's just boxes all over the place. So you can go and get popcorn. And the popcorn is all different flavors, but they're very... Asian-inspired flavors. Okay. So, like, garlic prawn is a, is a flavor, mm-hmm. right? Um, there's, like, a Thai flavor. There's Actually, Mark Andrada has been to Tokyo and mm-hmm. tried almost all the popcorn flavors. Uh, he might be the guy to talk more about that, but I love a, it's a big I, part I love of it. a student. Yeah, of, a student uh, of the popcorn. Of the popcorn, yeah. yeah. That's good. So their Dole Whip in, in Tokyo is the popcorn. Okay. And I would say if you line up a row of 10 uh, patrons there, seven of them have these popcorn things. 
So my kids were just like, yeah, popcorn, popcorn. So we were just eating popcorn all day long. Okay. But then you're like, here, try this popcorn. They're like, it tastes like fish. Well, you're in Tokyo. <laughs> <laughs> but how was Magellan's restaurant? Magellan's was was fantastic. It was it was delicious. Um, What'd you eat? What kind of food was it? I'm trying to remember what I ate. Explore food? Is it like, you know? I had some kind of like chicken marsala, I think it okay. was. And it was, it was nice. It was very nice. My wife had a steak. She really enjoyed it. It was, I mean, there was, there wasn't a lot of options as one of these, like, this is what you're eating, eat it. It's okay. amazing. And it was. Those are the t- places you don't want them to be uh, too authentic, you know? Sir, uh, the slaves on the lower deck prepared this for you. Oh, man. Uh, uh, two on brand. Can two we on brand. Just, yeah. just, just put it in my mouth. I don't want to, I don't want to know where it comes from. Yeah. Um, so that was great. And then some of the tables or the counter service was a little more trying because it was, Again, if you're a guy like me, I like my pizza, I like my burgers. Okay. You're in Tokyo, they'll have the burgers and the pizza, but it's not quite burgers and pizza, you know? it's a, That you grew up with. Right, it's right. a Tokyo version, so it tastes kind of funky, like a hot dog in Tokyo is not a hot dog here. Right. Um, so it's just a unique thing. So I would say don't eat it. Eat the eat the local stuff. Well, that's yeah, that's a good idea. It's the same way uh, Marco and I always talk about yeah. this. Vegans shoot themselves in the foot sometimes by say, calling it a uh, vegan hamburger or whatever, right. for example. Yeah. If you'd called it like a cutlet or something, then I would have been on board. But now you're making me compare hamburger and hamburger, right? Yeah. It's not going to work. It's yeah. just not going to, you know, that's you cannot smart. tell me it's the same. So the yeah. same thing goes for Tokyo. Oh, pizza, pizza, like we have pizza. But the cheese comes, it's completely different on that side of the world. No matter yeah. where you go, India, Pakistan is the same thing. You don't find cheese, yeah. the flavors of which we have gotten accustomed to. Mm. Meat tastes a little bit different, all this stuff. So mm. you're better off going with what they've perfected. Well, yeah, call it something else. Yeah, yeah, like, you're right. like the goofy sushi in Tokyo Disney must be amazing. Yeah. Or is it the John Cabot sushi? Like, what are they calling it? That's the goofy sushi. Okay. Actually, the big, if you've been to Tokyo, uh, it's Mickey Mouse isn't the top dog there. Oh. It's Duffy the Bear. He is the signature character. You know who that is? No. No, okay. He's, well, I mean, him and Mickey are essentially one A, one B. But wait, who's Duffy the Bear? Is he from Bear bear Necessities? Uh, No, he's just his own thing. So Duffy (laughs) the Bear... When Tokyo opened their park, and remember that the Tokyo parks aren't owned by Disney. They're owned by the Oriental Land Company. But is it still called D- Tokyo Disney? Yeah, it's a full license. They have oh, a big partnership nice. with Disney. A it's a franchise. Yeah. But they make the best parks in the world in Tokyo. They spend the most money, and they're glorious. So they said, well, we, we, we have Mickey, and we paid for Mickey, and we love Mickey, but we want to have our own guy. So they made Duffy the Bear. And Duffy the Bear is just a stuffed bear. Oh, that's amazing. And he's everywhere. Duffy's the guy. So it would be Duffy shrimp combo. Okay. Get ready for some Duffy. So when you come over there, my daughter has a little Duffy purse, you know, and Duffy has a girlfriend named Shelly May. So Devin has a Shelly May purse. Anyway. So let's hop from uh, Tokyo Disney to uh, Paris. 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 Mm -hmm. Disney Disney World, it's called? What's it called? Disney. Disney? No, it's Disneyland Paris. Okay. Okay. Uh, You're getting, again, you're getting a lot of those same iconic things that you would get. Because, again, Disney owns that park, right? Disney owns that Disney one. They're, owns, not they're, they're not licensed. Yeah, they're not licensed. So they own could I get Disney escargot and a little thing and I eat yeah, them as I yeah, go? They yeah, have yeah. that. I mean, you can get that in Florida. You can go to the French Pavilion. Okay, fair enough. You can go to... Well, I got the but I thought it would be like a popcorn. Somewhere. You have a little bo- a little bucket, a cauldron of, 
of escargot. You buy you buy a baguette. It's shaped like Mickey Schlong. Uh, I want authenticity over here. <laughs> I, want, I want to really taste Mickey's legit Schlong. Um, so I feel like you're, you're getting a, a combination of both worlds. You're getting all the French cheeses and creams and, and you know uh, culinary experiences match with the American stuff. Uh, the the hot dogs, the corn dogs, okay. the Dole whips, the signature uh, Mickey Mouse um, uh, ice cream bar, which is a big thing. Um, mm. So you can get those things. You have access to it. So it's it's a little bit of of everything. But what did you if have you're there? in Europe and you're you know you live there, you live in Paris, sure. you live in France, you probably want an American burger as opposed to the thing you're already eating Fair. all the time. Sure. You want to try something from somewhere else, and that's why you go there. As opposed to when we go there, we're like, oh, I want the French thing. Sure. And that's why they have Epcot. And you can go and you can eat. I don't know if you've tried this with your wife. Have you tried eating around the world at Epcot Center? I went to, so we got to Epcot really early because we yeah. had this, like, uh, we we got passes because we were working in the hotel we were at. It was like a big conference. So yeah. we were able to get inexpensive passes. So we get there really early and I needed my coffee. And I'm like, all right, we got to head to Italy because if anybody's going to have coffee, it's going to be Italy, and I need it in the morning, right? Yeah. And so we go there. And what's neat is everybody who works there is from that country. So That's if you're right. in Norway, oh, mm-hmm. they're all like students or people who are on sojourn or whatever, yeah. working, working. They're all they're all students. Students yeah. who are working there for the summer or whatnot. And so they were all Italians. I'm like, where can I get a really good coffee? I say to the woman in Italian. She France? Goes, she's like, mm-hmm. the only good coffee here. Is at my house. She's like, I make. I, she goes, I never drink the coffee. I'm like, oh, oh this does, this is not starting well. I'm like, just make me the best espresso macchiato you can. And it was good. And it was good. Was it great? No. But was it good for a theme park? I'll say yes. I'm gonna give it a oh, thumbs good. up. Hey. Was it morning? I needed something. It gave me the jolt that I needed. I feel so, like you, yours was made with actually with some care. And a bit of spite, like most Italians will make, we'll, we'll <laughs> make coffee for you. So. Yeah. Too good for the regular coffee. Yeah. Yeah. But no, I like you know we did go. I love that little. I think it's in Mexico where you can dine and it like is kind of like yeah. um, nighttime. The San, the San Angel Inn and Restaurant. Yeah, yeah. it's a really this cool. This is Disney? This yeah. is Epcot. And there's the, uh, so in if you're the, in Epcot in the Center, Mexico, oh, the Mexican Pavilion, pavilion yeah. it's inside a temple. And inside the temple, there's actually a, a, the Grand Fiesta Tour, which is the like Mexican boat ride. Yeah. And the restaurant, um, y- y- the boat goes right, th- cruises through the restaurant. You know, similar to in Disney World or sorry Disneyland, where there's the Blue Bayou restaurant inside Pirates of the Caribbean. So oh, yeah, I've people, been there. Yeah. Oh, okay, I've well, been to Disneyland, go. but I didn't go there. Yeah. Well, right on. So uh, and inside in that temple as well, I don't know if you tried it. Was did you go to La Cava del Tequila? There's a little tequila no. bar. Oh no, but it's you would in love there. that because you love tequila. <clears throat> yeah, I do. Oh, it's beautiful. It's like a little like. Uh, hidden little it's called uh, the cave the, the tequila right. cave it's the little sneaky spot oh, man, where you can try some, yeah there's there's all kinds of little surprises like that if you go to Norway there's the Kringlug Bakery which is the yes. I'm sure you've gone and had some schoolhouse bread in yes. Norway so there's lots of fun little small things too that you can do there's the Rosen Crown Pub in the UK so mm. some people like to either eat around the world or maybe drink around mm. the world I like to do a combo of both because I don't think you could drink fair enough you know I, I, I wouldn't be able to make it but uh, we did do a, an eat and drink around the world, and that was fun. There you go. You know, in Canada, you can stop, have yourself a poutine, good times, yeah. or some ketchup chips. You know, they have all the classics, <laughs> really yeah. Canadian classics there. Caesar, you can get a Caesar. 
I think you no, can. No, can no, can you? Maybe in, in the restaurant. In I the, bet in you the, in Le Cellier. You yeah, could get a in Caesar. that restaurant, it looked like they had. Yeah. I will say this: they have a Caesar stand outside. That would be awesome. We <laughs> went to uh, Disney Springs, and yeah. this time we went to Ragland, which is the Irish pub. Yeah, yeah. And they pissed me off because I was there with my father-in-law, and my mother-in-law. My yeah. father-in-law was turning seventy, so we we took him there. Yeah. And they've got Irish dancers and and fiddle players and stuff like that. Really nice. But they put us there. They're kind of doing renovations in the front, mm-hmm. and they put us right next to a burlap tarp that is like hiding you from the renovations, yeah. and we couldn't really see. And it was like, why are you seating us if this is like the worst spot ever? Right. Like it really. If if they're all about the experience, that was not a positive experience. Did you ask for a different table? Yeah, and the woman's like, uh, no, this is the only table. And like, well, can we not sit there? She goes, I have a reservation. She was really kind of snitty to me, and I was mm-hmm. like, fuck you. Fuck Raglan and fuck these dancers. Even though the dancers had nothing to do with my bad experience, <laughs> I had had enough. And fuck Burlap. <laughs> fuck Burlap. But you know what? You're there. You're in Disney Springs. Yeah. You could have just said fuck that place and gone somewhere else. Yeah, but we There's wanted so the... many options. This is a beautiful thing about You're Disney right. Springs. They have everything. Mm-hmm. Different tastes, whether it's a fine dining or casual dining, you can get anything there. So I would just, next time that happens, just bounce. But Bond, what you don't get is that once Marco's been snitty to, now mm-hmm. he wants to stay there and make that person's life miserable, yeah, right? right? So there's an important... There's a commitment. There's a value now in staying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want that person <laughs> to have nightmares about me. Yeah, good, good for you. Yeah. yeah. So, so yeah. Um, well, yeah, there's, I mean, there's still, there's tons of options there. I'd like to see you go more into the park and try some of the more themed dining experience. Okay. Because I know you guys go and you're typically in Disney Springs. Right. But it's great that you worked yourself. It sounds like you did the monorail loop. Yeah. So you got a chance to go to the Grand Folliterin. You had a horrible coffee. Yes. There's the Polynesian. You could have got a Dole Whip there. I think we got a, a cocktail at that bar that you were talking yeah, about. Like at the upstairs bar. The, uh, 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 the, the Was it the Pineapple Lanai? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We yeah. had like, like by the pool and everything. Yeah. It's, it's quite nice. It's there, gorgeous. Right? And then if you keep cruising around, you get to the Contemporary. Which, I don't know. We wanted it's, to go to the... You know how they have like the 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 restaurant on the nineteenth floor or something really high up in the contemporary yeah. that was only open at night, so oh. we couldn't go to it. So we, I think we just went to the gift shop. There wasn't any. Oh, that's dining. a bummer. Yeah, that's a bummer. What could I have eaten there? There's a couple of restaurants. So they have the uh, I think the California Grill is there. That's so, I think where we wanted to go. Yeah, and it was on the eighteenth floor and it was yeah, closed. It's pretty yeah, pretty fancy. Um, or maybe you guys would be interested in a character dining experience. Where, where you get eat? to eat and meet Goofy and meet Chip and Dale and all your friends. I, I mean, I eat with Ali all the time. So. <laughs> hey, yo, barely. Those are a lot of fun. They have ones that are exclusively for the uh, uh, princesses, if you want to meet a princess, at Cinderella's Royal Table. My niece just did that. Did, oh, yeah, did yeah, she, she have did a blast? That. She had a great time, and my sister wanted her to get the Disney princess experience, mm-hmm. so she was going to bring her to that place where they pick out your dress and they do your hair but the she's like boppity boutique that's it mm-hmm. and she's like it's 250 bucks I don't American she's like so she went and she bought a dress yeah. at one of the gift shops and she's like I'm gonna dress you up put up her hair put glitter in it put her on the dress and they went to this brunch Amazing. with the princesses and my, my niece was never the wiser and there's beautiful pictures of her dressed up yeah. like a princess and if you're a kid mm-hmm. these uh, character dining experiences yeah. are that's the big money because they right. really want to meet the characters. Sure, of course. It's an expensive meal, but it's totally worth it. Uh, we went to Disneyland and we did Goofy's Kitchen, and this was a, this was like about a year or so ago. And so my daughter got to meet Goofy and the, and the big five: Mickey, Minnie, Goofy, Donald, and Pluto. Those are like the the big five. Um, and her, I mean, they're just the food was was shit. It's hot dogs, sure, and pancakes, sure. and waffles and garbage. But she got to spend real time, not just a, hey, 
shot, get out of here. Mm. Like autographs and pictures and dancing, and uh, it was really special. Oh, so nice. I can see how that would have been special for your niece. All right, other than Universal and Disney, is yeah. there another theme park that you would say has decent food? No. Okay. <laughs> I'm enough. sure there is. Right. Uh, it's tricky. I, if you, I would, I would. For me, if you go to like a Six Flags or a Cedar Point, it's just going to be what you know. It's going right. to be a hot dog. It's going to be a churro. It's going to be... Nobody's venturing outside the formula in these places, no. I guess. Right? And that's... And Universal is getting there. Disney okay. is... It's the, it's a hallmark of Disney is to create these culinary okay. experiences. Universal is getting there. But I think your standard, like, theme parks, no. not. I, w- I wouldn't say so much. Maybe some more so in Europe, where there's unique some unique dining experiences, but... Uh, for North American wise, eh, I would say no. The, okay. the going to Walt Disney World and having the opportunity to do some of these culinary or dining experience, I think, is really unique. And this is why they do it. And and listen, this is the reason why it's a gazillion dollars to go down there and take your kids sure, right. and to have these experiences instead of going to the theme park in your local town and having a you know a chili dog. But chances are that's an amusement park, not a theme park. <coughs> Correct, Marco. You go. You're learning all the time. I like all it. right, Bondo, you told us all these great pieces of advice. Mm-hmm. Is there is there a restaurant or something to avoid that you'd be like, here's my take on it. Don't go to this place. Ooh, it's, the food's not great. A dining or, grenade. Yeah, dining grenade. In Disney Springs, there's all, there's all the restaurants that your kids are going to recognize from the mall in your town. Right. The Rainforest Cafe... T-Rex. T-Rex. Planet Hollywood. Thank you. Planet Hollywood. Grenade, grenade, grenade. Nightmare, nightmare, nightmare. ESPN, food, sports zone. Right. Anything that you would see in Times Square. The AMC, watch a movie and get the food experience. Do not eat there. Right. Don't eat any. Just skip it. Because you can eat that in your town. You're not there to just eat at the Olive Garden. I can do that in my house. You know what I I mean? I would never do that in my house, in my town, (laughs) in anywhere else. Because I'd rather you slap me. If you're like... Let's go to the Olive Garden. I'd rather you slap me in the face. God willing, I'll have the opportunity one day. But my worry is exactly this, that this, these, uh, some of these places are uh, Olive Gardens in disguise. I just, I know the word Olive Garden. It's a trigger word for sure. me. And I'm like, oh boy. <laughs> but some of these, are, oh look, the Edison, uh, Enzo's Hideaway Tunnel Bar. That sounds cool. And then it's just to uh, get in there and I'm like, oh God, this is... Enzo's Hideaway Tunnel Bar, I went to. Once again, all the waiters were Italian. And the food was... It was okay. It wasn't great. But the Edison was great. Uh, Wolfgang Puck's restaurant just opened. Mm-hmm. was really good. I was going to Yeah, I that. have to say, like, th- I feel like the restaurants that have chef's names on it, so Marimoto, uh, Homecoming, Frontera Grill, and uh, Wolfgang Puck's, my experience was always positive. Okay, well, yeah. that's good for them. Yeah. I even had Blaze Pizza for the first time at Disney Springs, and it was pretty good. Yeah? <laughs> Blaze Pizza. Don't go there. Eat sure. somewhere else. Right. Because you can get Blaze Beats in your town. Yeah. But at the time, there wasn't one here right. in Toronto. So I was like, hey, let's let's try this. It's LeBron James's pizza. Let's give it a whirl. And it was pretty good. There you go. It was all right. But yeah, I would say keep away from those kind of places. Um, if you don't, if you, don't do any character dining unless your kids are going to do it. It's very expensive and the food is terrible. Okay. So unless it's going to mean the world to your children, skip it. Don't bother. Um, I would say, ooh, I'm trying to think of grenades here. Um 
anything on Main Street is good news. Okay, that's good to know. Okay, if yeah, if you're on Main Street, all the food on Main Street is good. Really? Yeah, you can't go wrong on Main Street. I would have thought it's the opposite. I mean, too. They're like, the well, o- we got them. We yeah. got them. They're stuck here. May as well. The only place I would not eat at, okay. don't go to. Here's the one grenade. Them is Tony's, which is there, which is the big beast. If you walk into the Magic Kingdom, it's the big restaurant in the square on the right hand side. It's where a lot of families go to eat, and then after watch uh, fireworks, they know this that the families are going to congregate there. Right. So the food is kind of trash. Uh-huh. Don't eat there, Tony. I, skip all I can it. Think every every two minutes mm-hmm. that Chris talks, I think about stuff that my wife and I would have a fight about in public. <laughs> I'm just thinking about like the kids like pizza. Just have I heard that place is garbage. It doesn't matter. We eat garbage. I didn't come all the way here for you know. I yeah. can just picture us losing our minds. There's a lot of that, but you know what you can do to diffuse that alley. <laughs> Look you, at other couples fighting and feel better. <laughs> just about feel yourself. better about your yeah. relationship. Yeah. Uh, you just do a little bit of prep. Yeah, you know, I mean, TripAdvisor is great, but. Uh, a place like Disney Food Blog, which is a great site and uh, that talks about every dif- r- Disney dining experience in detail. Right. Sure. So you know what is going to work for you personally, what's going to work for your kids, what's going to work for your, your diet, your whatever. Um, all that information is out there. And a little bit of research will go a long sure. way. It's the, sure. it's you the know, old adage that I subscribe to. Yeah. Uh, failing to plan is planning to fail. So you just Agreed. conquer that. Well, especially or... with the kids. The kids are the key, right? Because yeah. you can go and float around there and be like, ah, I'm going to eat whatever the fuck I want. Is this, if this is garbage, whatever. But your kids just won't eat it if they don't like it. Sure. And you got to put some food in their sure. mouth. So it's, it's a pain in the ass. Well, or do what I do. Stuff a mortadella sandwich down your pants before you go into the park. Just bring the mortadella sandwich in. Oh, you, and, can, uh, you don't have to smuggle it in? You kind of got to, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a if, if you're overt with it, like, I'm bringing these fucking sandwiches in, they're going to take away your sandwiches. I got to say, you the, put it, the if you say it's for the kids, that. you put in a thing, they're not going to touch your okay. penis. Yeah. They're not. They're good. The like timing that. on that was really terrible because he goes, You got to shove something in this kid's face. Uh, it's a pain in the ass. You go, I just put a mortadella sandwich in my pants. Yeah. And I'm like, are we still talking about stuff to get the kids? No, uh, no, eating? for me personally. I, okay. I do it on the best of days. Yeah, please don't yeah. give my kids your, your, your dick sandwich. <laughs> no. Sandwich. All right. Now yeah. you guys are just well, twisting, no, twisting my words. I, mean, I have to call it out. Somebody for sure. How many sandwiches can you fit down there? Yeah, What's uh, the smuggle uh, rate? Three. Three? Two small paninos and a really long baguette. All right. <laughs> on a hot Bondo. day, that must be a delight. Bono, tell us where we can hear your podcast. You can check us out at We Like Theme Parks podcast. We're on all the places you can get your podcasts. iTunes, Stitcher, you name it. All that stuff. Okay. Check us out there. Fantastic. Well, listen, thank you for being a guest. I have a special little something for both of you because I knew we were going to do this episode and I was just in Orlando, so I have a little present, so bear with me. Oh, my goodness. I know what it is. I saw it on top of the dryer, but I didn't put it together until right now. trying to get out of here. Look, this is my tip. You saw this? What is it? Unbelievable. What is this? I knew it. From Bongos. You know so what? you already know how I feel about Bongos. Yeah, Why, yeah. did you open it up? Did you see oh what's inside? Oh, oh, I, be taping this I thought that was really That's appropriate hilarious. for you. It's Gloria Estefan, signed CD, Christmas through your eyes. I just thought you could <laughs> use a, Chris, <laughs> a Christmas <laughs> album. That's so funny. Well, I, uh, I was going to say to you, because yeah. you were like, the, you know, you were talking about the Disney Springs yeah, yeah. restaurant, and you said Bongos. And I go, oh, that's where you got the bongos on your right, right. Uh, in your dryer from. I was about to say it. I would have ruined our gift. I saw this, and I was like, there's nothing better to get, Ali, than a Christmas album. Pretty hilarious. In August. All right, what do we got here? Right. Bondo, oh 
salt and pepper shakers of bongos? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. You know, Come on, everybody. Can you put that conga? I can't wait. <laughs> Beautiful. Thank you. Beautiful. Like, what, what is this, ceramic? I don't know. Oh, my oh, man. goodness. Arbolito de Navidad. She oh, it's on the side. Bongos at Cubana Cafe. You got oh, it. You got it. I, I wish I liked the restaurant more, but I like you guys, so I got you a little That's price. Right. That was super thoughtful. All right. Bono, before we leave, we're going to do What's in Marco's Mouth. You're going to be witness to it. What's in Marco's Mouth? That's right. What's in Marco's Mouth? It's nothing dirty. We'll guess it. We'll mess it. Let's find out. What's in Marco's Mouth? All right. Chris? You're going to witness this. This is exciting. You can attest to our listeners that I cannot see with this blindfold on. He is wearing a blindfold. Okay. okay. Marco, how many fingers am I holding up? No idea. How there you go. It works. Okay. okay. Here we go. All right. So, uh, the way this goes is um, I like to put my fingers in his mouth no, when I pee, and he does not enjoy that at all. And that makes sense. <laughs> yeah. That makes sense yeah, that he yeah. wouldn't. Now, um, there's a lot of, I hear unfolding. You smell stuff? Not yet. Not yet? Okay, not good. Yet. Okay, smell it. This is the product, okay? Okay, it's got a strong, pungent smell to it. You've got a strong, pungent smell smell to you now. It Uh, it is on a crostini, so I'm just going to tell you that. Okay. So you cannot put it in your hand. Oh, you're putting it in my hand? I'm putting this in your hand. Jesus, Ali. Do I have it the right way? Uh, I can't see. Okay, I forgot about that. You have it on your face. Lick your finger right now. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay, now this is it on a crostini right here. Oh, I know these flavors. You know these flavors, like do you? Hell's Kitchen when they do their palate test. Yeah, yeah, yeah oh it's exactly like that. This is it. And in fact, uh, Marco often does feel like he's in hell, he says. Yeah. Um, <laughs> okay, so it's on a crostini, but I'm guessing what's on the crostini, not, not... Correct. Is the crostini... Well, I just told you the other thing is a crostini. I know, but is, is it plain, the crostini, or is it... Did you give me an all... Did you give me like a garlic one? Okay, that's it's got take. rosemary and sea okay. salt. God damn it, okay. Okay, so it's a... It's sweet. It's a sweet, um, creamy, uh, uh, like like a like a like a saucy kind of cream. Um, <laughs> it's a bit thicker, like a pureed something. It has lime in it. I can taste the lime, but it's got something like sumac or um, paprika in it. It's like a baba ganoush. Is it like a baba ganoush? It's got that consistency, like a hummus. But you wouldn't do hummus again because that wouldn't be fair. So, uh, okay, let's say I did hummus. The key is what kind of hummus is it, buddy? That's what we're talking about here. Is it a red pepper hummus? No. It's got lime in it. And it's got, um, shit, I shouldn't eat the bread. Now I'm going to be crunching all the time. Is there more you can put on here or is that it? Yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. The bread looks good. Never mind. Chris wants well, that's, yeah, a, that's a big dollop. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, I, I want him to oh, get, oh, oh here, son of a gun. I'll get that grenade for you. You want to uh, reload them up there? Yeah, I think that's yeah, good. I think that's good. I think we're good. Okay, Marco, I'm just going to put it in your mouth. Is that oh, all right? I fucking hate this. Now my friends... Okay. I just want to <laughs> slide this in your mouth, okay? <laughs> just open up, buddy. Bondo. There you go, dude. Did this fall on the floor and he put it in my no, mouth? Not on the floor. Not on the floor. Just on my crotch. Okay. okay, this is a hummus. It is a... It's sweet. It, it's got a sweetness to it. Like a cream. Like a... I'm gonna let you look yeah, at it. I want to see. Yeah, while he struggles through these. So it's not oh, what you're saying. It's cool. it, it's not chickpea. It's something. That's not what I'm saying. Who said I was saying that? Are, is it a flavored hummus? Is that what I'm trying That's to guess? What I'm t- yeah, okay, yeah. so it's a lime, a zesty lime, um, 
paprika hummus. Okay, take okay. off your blindfold. God damn it. And, uh, and be embarrassed by yourself. Never seen this before. Thai-style coconut hummus. Uh, sorry, yeah, Thai-style yeah, coconut hummus. Coconut so hummus. Is, uh, you didn't say coconut milk. Oh, you I didn't say curry. Peanut. It has oh, curry in it. Yeah. Uh, garlic, shallot, lemongrass, sugar, salt, kaffir lime. That's the only thing you okay. got. Galangal is a type of uh, ginger, you could say. Coconut flakes are in here. I mean, you're an embarrassment. <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean, you put it on a crostini. Put that blindfold back on and walk around the house in shame. <laughs> Banging the <laughs> stuff. Well, there you go. Yeah, no, it's a crit. I didn't know Listen, you, like, I look, I shit the bed on this. I'll fully take the blame. It was not any. There's easy another one. possibility that this brand but, didn't do a good job at flavoring it with the. No, no, no. I'm not going to blame them. But, but there is chickpeas. Okay, so it was hummus. Yeah, I did. That's what I, I did said. identify hummus and yeah. just all the all the I flavors. I wanted okay. you to get. Uh, look, there's there's four things here. You got one of them. Okay. There's a coconut. No. Chili? No, you said paprika. I did say it was sweet, though. God damn it, I said it was sweet. Yeah, Why didn't I go in the coconut? I, and then the lime leaves, lime. Ma porca putana! Like this is a lot of flavors you're expecting me to be able coconut. to. If you just said coconut, you know what? You just... you've, you've you've screwed me over with coconut before. Now, when I'm not sure, I can just say coconut. coconut. It's coconut. But it's does the coconut. coconut taste like now that you know that it's coconut? Do you want to try some? Yeah, sure. Like, yeah, please, please, does please, does please. it really like? No, it tastes like bullshit. It's what, it tastes like hummus? Okay. Bullshit. No, that was this in my mouth, happened. dude. Yeah, these look, these these look good. These Sobeys, uh, yeah. yeah, breaded and everything. I hope Amanda likes okay, these. All right. Yes, so she loves all kinds of hummus. Well, that's our show for this week. Our special show with Chris Bond from We Like Podcast. You can hear him crunching in the background. What do you think, Chris? <laughs> I don't taste a lot of the coconut. Yeah, thank yeah. you. Okay, thank so maybe you. the brand uh, failed. Did you try it? Have you, you tried it? Can you try it? And, okay, he's not going to try it. All right. So <laughs> You can taste the Thai part, but yeah. it's not a coconut. Yeah. Oh, no kidding. Yeah. I'm with Marco on this There you one. go. Yeah. Well, half right. Second ingredient, coconut milk. Well, they, you got to lose more. Yeah. Well, there you have it. Thank you for being a part of our special episode. Catch his podcast. We love we love theme parks. We like theme parks. Oh, we, we like don't love them. Oh, we like them. God damn it, I got it wrong, man. Check us out at, at We Like Theme Parks. We'd love to check us out. Is that on, on all social media? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's on uh, Instagram, Facebook, all that stuff. Great. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you for listening to uh, uh, the podcast Eat and Drink. I'm Ali Hassan. Marco Timpano. Until we eat again. Thanks, Chris. Thank you. We hope you got your fill of Eat and Drink with Ali Hassan and Marco Timpano. Follow them on Instagram and Twitter at Podcast Eat Drink. Email them your cocktail and food suggestions to podcasteatdrink at gmail.com. Until the next episode, bottoms up. <laughs>